Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Okay, this is Grow As You Go. This is your host, Michaela Deal. And today, I'm going to be honest, we are going to wing it. I'm not exactly sure what I want to talk about, but I just kind of want to share what's on my mind in general. And I think two really important things that are on my mind at the moment today are are how important it is to romanticize your life and also self-discipline. So these two things don't really go together, okay? They kind of do, but they kind of don't. But either way, they're both kind of playing big roles in my life right now, and I feel like they're kind of themes for this little like chapter that I'm in. So I wanted to just share with you how I'm feeling with these things, why I think they're so important, and ways to kind of help with them. Before we get into this, I do just want to share that I feel like it's been rough recently for me to kind of figure out exactly what the heck I'm doing and where my life is going. And that can be a little hard to show up in my life in these ways, the ways that I love to show up with my podcast and content creating and all that stuff when I just don't feel awesome. So I just want to be very honest with that. And it's not that I'm not okay. I am, but I just like to share that with you guys just so you know exactly where I am to let you know that if you're feeling this way, it's okay. If you're dealing with anything in your life, whether it's family issues, whether it's relationship issues, whether it's mental health in general, that is just simply bringing you down. You can't figure out how to get out of it. And even if you're doing all the things, you're still feeling negative effects of whatever it is that you're going through in your head. I hate that. (laughs) I hate it so much. And I can relate to you way more than you'll ever understand. I deal with it every day. So if there's ever anything that you want me to talk about or focus on when it comes to mental health, please let me know because I only want to give you guys stuff that you want to hear on here. And I know you guys are really open to anything that I want to talk about, which I love, but I want to give you guys the stuff that you want to hear. So if there is ever anything that you want to hear from me, message me on Instagram, TikTok, whatever it may be, and let me know. But I do want to do a podcast episode like I told you guys in the past on mental health, like in general. Let me know. Would you prefer, I guess I can do a poll on Instagram. Would you prefer I do like one episode on mental health as a whole, or would you like me to break down anxiety as one, social anxiety as one, ADHD as one, depression is one. Like I'm, I'm assuming maybe breaking it down would be the best way to go about it. Also, just because I do want to hear from you as well. The average podcast time like that you like to listen to, because I don't want to be giving like hour long episodes if you guys are more of people that like to do the 20 minute ones, because 20 minute ones, quite frankly, are a lot easier for me to bang out. So just so we can be on the same page, I can make sure I'm giving you guys what you want to hear and making it a little bit easier for you. But I know everyone's a little bit different. Some people like the long ones, some people like the short ones. So, you know, we'll just kind of go with it. But let me know. I do want to hear from you guys. But I do want to do one on anxiety. That's one that I want to have coming up in the next coming weeks along with therapy, why I think it's important in my journey with that. But today I just kind of was feeling called to kind of just chat with you. And I also want to know, do you guys like when I just kind of talk off the grid? Like, do you want me to just start going? Cause I can do that. So let me know. I please DM me if you have any thoughts, any criticisms, even I don't care. I would love to hear it. But in general, like I said, I've just been kind of dealing with things in my life, somewhat relationship, somewhat career, Um, honestly, a little bit of everything and just trying to figure out where I want my life to go. And whenever you deal with mental health and whenever you deal with issues in that way, it can be so hard for you, no matter how hard you are trying to stay on track with your goals. And by that, I mean, it's hard as, as so many good habits that I have and so many things that I tell you guys to do, that is all me and I have all those things. But for instance, I just got back from traveling and whenever you travel, it just takes you out of your routine. And I love traveling more than anything, but 
that's something that I'm working on to not have it kind of be so hard for me to get back in my routine after. I think it's just kind of a little bit of everything that I'm going through at the moment. So that's one thing, you know, you travel, you come back, it's hard to get back in your routines and stuff, along with the fact that like my job is inconsistent and people cancel on you last minute. Like my um, work schedule this upcoming week was supposed to be four days and now it's two. Like I'm working a day and a half this next week. And to me, that isn't financially um, stable enough for me. That's giving me anxiety along that. But also I know that everything is working out for me and everything does happen for a reason. And I think even me not being booked and busy, let's say as much with work this upcoming week is going to help me get booked and busy with my other work aspirations and my other jobs and everything like that to kind of figure out where my career is going next. So not to talk your ear off about my problems, but just to give you guys a little bit of insight on what I'm going through so that if you're going through similar things, like it's normal. And unfortunately, life is one of those things where you're going to continue to go through stuff all the time. And you just got to be open to that. You got to be open to it. And you got to be aware that when these things happen, you got to have things in your life to ground you and center you and remind you that it's going to be okay. Because like I've said in the past, your brain can really, really, really play tricks on you and make you feel like it is life or death whenever you go through a hard time. And a lot of times, guys, the hard times you're going through are genuinely just to make you the best person that you could ever possibly be. Because without going through these hard times, you would never know what you know. Like whenever I've went through these really, really crappy times, like every single one that I've went through, as disappointing and upsetting as all of it is, it has, one, made me into the person that I am today, taught me so many things along the way, showed me things that I'm interested in that I wouldn't have known otherwise. Like I love self-help books. Like I love self-help books. I love podcasting. I love podcast. I love music. I love singing. Like there's so many things and I feel like Each thing that I've went through in my life has kind of opened me up to one of these passions and just shown me more and more about myself. And I think as you were in your 20s or your 30s, Marshall agrees, I had to kick him out. He says he wants to be on an episode soon to be like a co-host, but I just don't know like what he would say. You know what I mean? Like what, I don't know what Marshall would have to say about some of these topics, you know? So I don't know. We'll we'll circle back to that one. (laughs) I know I'm sick of me too, but... All these times whenever you're lost in your 20s or your 30s or your teenage years, however old that you are, whatever time period that you're in, it can seem so life or death and it can seem so, 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 so serious. And it isn't. It just simply isn't. It's all going to work out. And it's hard to remember that and think of that in the moments that you're dealing with these things. But I just want to be that reminder to you guys that whatever it is that you're dealing with, it is so freaking valid. And I'm sure it's really been hard on you whatever it may be, but you're going to get through it and it's going to shape you into be the exact person that you're meant to be. Relationship problems, maybe they weren't your person. (laughs) Relationship problems, maybe it's just to show you more about yourself so that you can find your person, you know, Um, maybe you just got broken up with, you're going to find the right one. Like maybe you don't know where your career is going. That's okay. This little limbo time period, you got to find ways to fall in love with that and you got to find the little things in life that just bring, you got to make the most of the little things. That's like one of the biggest things I want to talk to you guys about today, about romanticizing your life and all of that. If you are not romanticizing the small things in your life, it's going to be really hard to appreciate the big things as much. And I remember when I was younger, I always, for some reason, I was just, I had this way about me when it came to my mindset. And I 
and I've, I've been through some shit for sure. And I think that even going through whatever I've went through in my life, I've always had a positive outlook on life and I've always been able to see things a different way and just see things for the good. And not to say that I'm always that way. I definitely like go through times where it's harder to see things like that. But for the most part, even Abby and Alex, like my best friend or husband recently said to me, like, Michaela, I don't understand how you are the way that you are going through the things that you went through. And I'm like, you know, honestly, <laughs> I don't know. And I think they even said, like, I'm not sure how you're so normal. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know either. And some people might not think I'm normal, but you know what I'm saying? I think that in general, going through all these things, I would have a more negative outlook on life or I'd have a lot of opportunities to. And I don't because I know all these things that have happened to me are truly shaping me to be exactly who I'm meant to be, to do exactly what I'm meant to do. And then it's all going to freaking work out. It's just the weirdest thing ever. I can't even really put my finger on that one. But when I was younger, where I was going with this, I remember really always appreciating the really, really little things like drinking a cup of tea in the morning. Like I would truly romanticize that. And I, and it was just came natural to me to do so. I always would just find ways to be appreciative of all the things in my life. And I think the older that you get, it becomes a little harder to see things clearly like that. And I think there's so many other stressors and anxieties and other thoughts that just shouldn't have a place in your mind, but they tend to take over. So you aren't able to focus on the little things as much because you're just too busy stressing out. And maybe you're not. And if you're not stressing out about stuff, I think that that's so freaking cool. Maybe you can teach me a thing or two. But I think as you grow up, you start to notice that more, that maybe you start to lose your sparkle or you'll go through certain things where maybe you feel like you are losing yourself in a way and you're losing your sparkle. And that's going to happen. Not to make you like upset, but like you're going to go through times where you are going to feel like you've lost yourself and you are going to feel like you've lost your ways and you don't know who you are anymore. That's just a part of life. You go through things that shake you and show you maybe things that you liked before aren't what you like now. Maybe people that you want surrounded yourself with aren't people you want to surround yourself with now. Maybe they brought you down. Maybe they brought out the worst in you. Maybe they aren't helping you to grow. I'm just kind of ranting. So hopefully this makes sense. But basically, the little things in life are so freaking important. And it's so, 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 so vital that we sit and allow ourselves to recognize them because gratitude at the end of the day is the best thing that you can focus on for yourself in order to have a better perspective and a better outlook because if you're waking up in the morning and you're like like I don't even want to do this like this is the worst like I don't want to do today I get it like I, I truthfully understand that in some days even when I shouldn't feel that way I do feel that way and it's truly how you Work on yourself in that moment and the thoughts that you allow yourself to have that directs how the rest of the day goes. So that's just one way that I've really been working on like my self-discipline recently, which is kind of going hand in hand with this a little bit, that if I wake up in the morning and I feel that way, I've been trying to start the day off in like the best way possible. Like for some reason, when I wake up, sometimes it can be really easy to just have like a rush of anxiety and not that anything's necessarily wrong in that moment, but there's a lot of things in my life right now that I wish were different. And I think that that can bring on the anxiety because it's like shit, like there's just a lot of pressure. 
of the day, kind of like, what are we going to get done today? Like, are you, you know what I mean? You got to, you got to get these things done or, oh, okay, you have work. You have to go to this job that like, you know what I mean? You don't necessarily want to go to. Um, and it can be a little depressing and it can be a little anxiety inducing for sure. So when I wake up in the morning, sometimes I will feel that way. And I just want you to know that's okay. I think a lot of people probably can relate to this, even if they don't know what that feeling is. That's probably anxiety. I'm not a doctor. I'm not trying to tell you, but that's probably what it is. It's it's not a good feeling, um, but I will wake up with that sometimes. And it even happened today. And when that happens, if you allow yourself to jump on your phone right away, right? Bad idea. Bad freaking idea. Do not allow yourself to get on your phone first thing in the morning. I think that's a really bad call. And I've noticed that the second that I do, or when I've done that in the past, it does bring me more anxiety because you'll see like all these texts that you have to answer or, um, you know what I mean? Just other stuff. It's, it's really important. I think in the morning, especially right when you're first waking up to take that time with yourself alone and relax and try to get your mind in the right headspace for the day. Because I think that's the most important time of day that you can do that because even if let's say you're doing journaling or you're doing other stuff that helps center you throughout the day at different times, I think that that's great. But I think that the way that you kick off your day every day is really important because that just shapes how the rest of the day is going to go. So if I wake up oversleeping, let's say, or I like, you know what I mean? I don't want to go to work. So I try to stay in bed until the very last minute. And then I get up and I'm rushing. I am way more likely to have a shitty day than I would if I got up an hour before and allowed myself to have a slow morning, like take, took my greens, took my supplements, had a good breakfast, maybe walked Marshall like a mile, did my morning routine, um, which is like journaling, meditating, all that stuff. I think that the way that you wake up and what you do first thing in the morning really sets the tone for your day and really is going to show you how the rest of the day is going to go. So for me, when I wake up in the morning, what I've been doing now, just to share this with you in case this helps anybody else, because I did tell you guys that I do have a morning routine. So for me, I wake up and my alarm goes off and my goal right off the bat is we're not snoozing the alarm. So that alarm goes off and we are instantly like, not either sh- not shutting the alarm off at all because the second that you shut your alarm off then you're more likely to stay in bed. So for me, I will either just let them keep going until my brain comes around because it does take your brain a couple seconds to like get with it and like consciously make a decision because otherwise you're subconsciously half asleep and you could snooze the alarm and you wouldn't even remember, right? So you want to keep your alarms either running um, and I do have a hatch alarm clock, so I, I keep that light and that alarm going too, because that one can get really annoying after a while, or it just, I'm not going to go to bed if that thing's playing. There's absolutely no way. So I get up right when my alarm goes off or I'll like keep it on. And then within the next couple minutes, I will like get up out of my bed, turn off my fan from my bed. Cause no one likes to get out of the covers whenever it's cool in your room. Okay. Random. But then I'll make my bed and turn off my air purifier. This is just my little morning routine. Then I'll go let Marshall out. While I'm letting Marshall out, go into the bathroom. I will go in and wash my face, brush my teeth, go let him back in, feed him, give him his meds. Um, Then I will take my meds, which are like my supplements, birth control, whatever. I actually skipped a step. I'm sorry. So I, before I even get up out of my bed, okay, whenever the alarms go off and everything, the first thoughts that I allow myself to have, you have control over them. Okay, I swear to God that you do. You have control over your thoughts. You have control over all of that. So you really want to just make sure that you are thinking good thoughts first thing. 
So for me, I have trained myself that when I wake up first thing in the morning, I before I even sit up, I put my hand on my heart and I take like five deep breaths in and out with my eyes shut or whatever. It just helps you to kind of calm any anxiety that maybe is trying to like rattle inside of you first thing in the morning, like from like the shock of waking up, you know what I mean, or whatever. And so I'll do that and I'll just like pray or set an intention to be present and spread love throughout the day. Like that's truthfully what I do because that's what I want to do. I only want to be present and I only want to be like showing love and like being a positive light for others. So, and then basically I'll get up and shut off my alarm clocks, do all the stuff I just told you. And then after I let Marshall back in and take my meds, I will most of the time it's either going right to the gym and then like coming home after and doing my morning routine, which is journaling um, in two journals. I have the five minute journal. I have that other journal I've told you about. And then I also have like my daily devotional I will read and like a positivity quote for the day I'll read. I think it's important to do something like that first thing in the morning, because if you aren't doing something like that, like I said, it just gives your brain free range to go crazy, think whatever. And that's fine. But I think it's important to be disciplined a little bit with your thoughts and disciplined with your habits and your routines, which is like just something else I've talked about. I kind of think I'm all over the place this episode. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows exactly what I'm going to name this? But I just feel like all this information is what I wanted to share with you guys today and what I think maybe someone needs to hear. But so for me, I will do that stuff first thing in the morning. And I think that it's important to do so because right off the bat, you are training yourself and training your brain that these are the positive things that we are going to think about today and we are going to focus on. And in moments of doubt, moments of anxiety, moments of any negative feelings or whatever, you just can kind of remind yourself of what you read in the morning. And I try to really keep in mind like my daily devotional and my positivity quote throughout the day because I know that I was meant to kind of, I know that those were meant to help me. Um, throughout the day in whatever way. So just kind of reminding yourself and going back to positive thoughts. If you have a negative one, refocusing it to a positive one because your negative thoughts are lying to you. They suck. They're the worst. They are truthfully the worst. And I will have, I will have time periods where I am like in the zone with my habits, with my thoughts, with my mental health, doing so freaking good. And then, like I said, sometimes like getting out of my routine can mess that up or sometimes just things that I'm going through can make it way harder and you need more rest and it's, you're having more negative thoughts just for whatever reason. And I hope that this is relatable, but basically morning routine, huge. I think the point in that was just to romanticize your mornings because you want to make sure that you were starting the day off right. You want to make sure that you were just enjoying every little freaking thing that you're doing. So for me, it's sleeping in a really comfy like pajama set. Like I love doing that. So like making sure like you're in clean sheets, like washing your sheets once a week and making it fun to do so. Like whenever you're cleaning, whenever you're doing your chores, listening to a podcast, putting on a good freaking playlist. I've been listening to one that is so good. Okay. It's from Michaela Marie. She's a girl on TikTok, but it's like a mix of classic rock and like rap and just throwback songs. And this one is called Ho Girl Shit actually. So if you want to listen to it, it has ho girl shit with like headphones after it. And her username on Spotify is M-A-K for Mac. Love her. She's the best. And it's a really good freaking um, playlist. So I recommend listening to that. I've been jamming to it when I'm cleaning. Even when I was working out yesterday, I was listening to it too. But the whole point is whatever you're putting in your head. Okay. Whatever it is that you're putting in your head, that is how you are romanticizing your life. So 
if you're listening to a ton of sad songs all the time, like nothing against the sad songs at all. I love a sad song. But if you are listening to sad music past the threshold of what you should be doing, probably you are kind of creating more negative feelings and sadness in you that you don't necessarily need to have with you every single day. So I know that's something that I've been really trying even the past like year or so to like not listen to sad songs as much because already I can deal with like sadness. I don't need to really be adding more. You know what I mean? It's kind of nice for me to reverse that and listen to like positive hype up songs or like create a playlist that you like to listen to first thing in the morning that really just makes your vibes like exactly where they need to be and gets you excited for the day that you are about to have because each day is a freaking blessing. Okay. You're woken up every single morning because there's something for you to do still. You are getting woken up every morning for a reason because there's something for you to do. You have a purpose and you have a place that you're going. Really just try to enjoy the present moment and live. Take it one day at a time. One day at a time. You don't want to be thinking too far into the future. And if you are, that's going to cause you more anxiety. And if you're thinking about the past all the time, that's going to cause you to have feelings of depression and just low mood and just bum you out. So we don't want to be doing those things if we can help it. It's going to happen from time to time. Allow yourself to feel that way and allow yourself to acknowledge those feelings, but just know there's more to life than that and it gets better and we're allowed to feel our emotions and we should feel our emotions. But after a certain point, we got to like dust our shoulders off and move on with whatever it is and just focus on the day to day. Like if life was a video game, you would be the person controlling it. So think of it that way, because every single day you are given all these choices and opportunities and all these things that you could be doing. And you don't have to necessarily do anything that you don't want to do. Like your life is up to you to make it the way that you want it to be. So if you don't want to work out tomorrow, don't. If you don't want to work in the career that you're working in, try to make a way out of it. Like try to do the things you got to do to get out of it because the only person that's going to come and save you from that really shitty situation is yourself and God and whoever you're believing in. Okay. But that's honestly, that's, what's going to get you out of it. And you just got to make the actions to getting out of these situations that bring you disappointment, anxiety, all that stuff. But so finding ways to romanticize your life again, like I said, is huge. So like getting up, wearing, wearing cozy pajamas, making your bed, having that playlist. I listen to a playlist every single morning. It's called top of the morning. And that is one that I made with good like songs that have a certain vibe to them that make me excited to live and make me excited for the day. So it is a five hour playlist. If you want to listen to it, my username on Spotify is just my name, Michaela Deal, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-A. D-I-E-H-L. I don't know why I forgot how to spell my name for a second, but that's one. I also have one called Get It Together. That's a good one just to channel confidence and like get you in like that energy you need to be in. Same username for that. And then I also have one for working out and that one is called Putting In Work. And that one's super freaking long. But finding little ways and little habits in your day to get you excited about the day-to-day, the mundane tasks that you have to do. You gotta make it exciting. Because that is how we make it through. That is how we enjoy our lives. If you're not enjoying the little things, you just simply aren't enjoying life. You gotta enjoy the small stuff. Coffee in the morning. You gotta enjoy that. You gotta you gotta just romanticize it. Find ways to romanticize drinking a soda. Like enjoy putting the ice in it. Drink it with a glass straw. Put it in a cute cup. Um, your skincare routine. Make it fun. Get a little skincare fridge and make all your skincare stuff nice and cold. Make it enjoyable. All these things are blessings, okay? They really are. All the stuff that you have in your house, 
we're grateful for. I'm so grateful every single day to have my apartment, to have my car, to have my dog, to have my bed, to have my, like my bedspread, all of it. I love my bed. I love my house. I love all the belongings that I have. And I'm just grateful for every little thing that I have. And I think that that is what kind of helps us shape our days and our mindsets and how we show up for others is how are you being grateful for one yourself and all the things that you have to offer in life but also all the stuff that you have. Are you grateful for those little things? Because by starting off your day, being grateful of all the things that you have, all the people in your life, like that's going to really shape how you show up throughout that day. The conversations that you want to have with people that you know, strangers that you meet, patients that you have. Like when I have a good morning and I'm really prioritizing myself and romanticizing my life in these ways I show up to work with such a good attitude and such a good headspace and it doesn't really give any anxiety or depression or issues that I normally would have from time to time randomly it doesn't really give it much of a place because the positivity and the gratitude really outweigh those things you're stuck in traffic who cares okay this is how I oh this is like so random but this is how I always think about getting stuck in traffic It is really freaking annoying. Okay, don't get me wrong. But when I am stuck in traffic or I'm running late to work or I'm running late in general, right? I think to myself, and not always, okay, sometimes it's on me because I left too late. But if I am like somehow I was going to be on time, but I'm getting stuck and I'm getting stressed out about being late or something, I think, okay, maybe there's something going on that's stopping me from getting in a car accident. Or maybe if I would have left a few minutes earlier, I would have been in a car accident. So So maybe dramatic, but this is the way that my brain works. And I think that it's a good way to think because it just puts everything in perspective for you. You never know when it's going to be your last day. Like you really don't. So it's just being appreciative of every single moment that you have. And it isn't always easy to do. It's hard a lot of the times to be present and to not allow things to take up space in your mind that don't need to be there. And Maybe this doesn't happen as much to people if they don't deal with mental health problems, but I think that anyone could deal with the stuff I'm talking about, whether you're just overthinking about anything or whatever. Just being able to take a step back and think of things that might seem like a pain in the ass to you actually working out for you. You know, everything is always working out for you, even if someone's rejecting you, even if you are late to work. All of it's working out. Everything's happening. And I know some people aren't going to agree with this maybe, and that's okay. But rejections, redirection, you being late to something is probably keeping you from getting in an issue or it's keeping you right on time on the timeline for what your life's supposed to be on. You never know what could have happened, you know, if you would have stuck with that person or whatever. You can only really control what you can control. So allowing yourself to just fully take that for what it is and not overthink anything and not think of the things that you could have and should have done or all that stuff. You really just got to take things for what they are and know if something's meant to work out for you, it will. And if something isn't, it won't. But whatever's meant for you will find you. I promise you that. I don't know. You guys might hate this episode because it is kind of all over the place, but this is how my brain works, um, quite frankly. So this is my brain without an outline. So I hope that you guys don't hate it too much, but Basically, you want to romanticize your life. You want to make sure that you're doing the things, whatever it may be, even if it's you eating lunch by yourself. Oh my gosh, like look at that moment that you have by yourself. You can do whatever you want. You want to sit there in silence, do it. You want to read a book, do it. You want to 
just scroll on TikTok for a few minutes and like watch some videos, do it. You want to meditate? Do it. Like whatever it is you want to do, do it. And just make the most of your day always. Like whenever I just came in here to record, by the way, it's been hard for me to come up with ideas um, just because, like I said, my head's kind of been everywhere. And I came in here and right off the bat, I was like, you know what? I'm making this a vibe. Like I just took my greens, which is a new greens that I'm taking. It's called memory and it's literally so freaking good. So it was blueberry green tea greens. So good. And drank that. And then I set my, I turned on all the lights in my room. So I have like my heart lamp or like my little heart light on the wall on, which I, I don't always turn my lights on and stuff when I'm in here, which I really should. My lava lamp is on. I put essential oils in my old oil diffuser and turned the light purple. So it's just really cute in here right now. And then I turned on my little cloud light in front of me, turned on my little lights that I always have on in here. And I made it a vibe. I put some um, rosemary, lavender, and orange in my essential oil diffuser just to get the vibes right. And this is exactly what I'm telling you. Romanticizing your life. It's a Sunday. I don't work tomorrow. I'm able to sit down and just talk to you guys and catch up with you guys right now and maybe tell you something that you need to hear while making my space in here nice and clean and organized before I got started. And now like everything in here just feels good. So it's really just the way that you look at things in your life that are going to that are going to have an effect on how things seem for you. It's all about the way that you think. It's all about the way that you live. It's all about the intentions that you set for the day. If you are starting the day off like I've told you in the past and you're like, ugh, it's not going to be a great day if we're looking at it with that kind of attitude. We got to wake up and be like, all right, what are we doing today? I got to, I get to work out later with my friend. I get to blah, blah, blah. Who knows? But like this morning I went to yoga. I'm doing the things that make me feel good. Even if I don't necessarily always feel good, I'm waking up and I'm doing it because it felt really good. Then I went and got a coffee an iced lavender latte. You guys already know. Then I got a brisket sandwich. So good. And then I'm just kind of taking it easy and I'm doing the things that feel good to me. So never pushing yourself if you don't feel up to something. But also this is where this comes into play with the self-discipline, okay? You want to make sure that your self-discipline is present. And I've talked to you guys in the past about motivation, how to find motivation. And it really is finding motivation because it's not always present. You're not always going to have that motivation. And I don't remember exactly what I touched on in that episode with you. I think it was my like first real episode. I think it's episode two, but go and give that one a listen. But basically motivation isn't always going to be present and you got to have your self-discipline to pick you up in those moments when it isn't showing up. And I'm going to share with you a way that this has really been affecting me because like I said, I have all these habits, all these routines that I formed and I want to continue on with, especially throughout this year. Like I'm not going back to the way I used to be at all. Like absolutely not. I'm only moving forward. And I got back from my trip and I was just kind of like, what the hell? Like I was, I was just thrown out of like my routine and I just had to like completely deep clean my house and I had to figure everything out. Like again, and I was kind of like remembering like, okay, what, what do I do normally in this moment? And I'm like, what, what do I normally do? Cause it's been a few days and especially when creating new habits, it's hard to make them like right in your head without having to think about it. And even, so that means if you're out of it for a few days, it might be harder once you come back. But so my self-discipline really needed to show up in these moments because I was like, what do I do? So I do have my morning routine. I have two of them. I have everything like in, on my wall in my room. So I can go and refer to that or I can refer to the course that I took and like look at things and remind myself like, okay, this is how I do this for my groceries. Like it sounds really silly, but 
there are certain ways that work for me with the things I got to do. And it's just kind of whenever you go through moments when you might be thrown out of your routine for whatever reason or the motivation to do the things that you know you need to do, which is what I'm getting to. I wasn't having motivation to do all the stuff that my brain wants to do or knows that I need to do, which is honestly like creating content. I haven't been feeling motivated to do that um, the past couple of days. I've needed to chill out and just take a break. My brain has been overstimulated. I've been all over the place and I've just been feeling a little burnt out with life. Not that anything bad is going on in regards with my content creating. I love content creating, but the whole fact of the matter is that's something that I love. So the second that I feel like, eh, you know what I mean? About doing something like that, I know I need to take a break. So I've been trying to allow myself to take a break in these moments, but also, um, like I got back from my trip and I was like, okay, I need to record the podcast. My body was like, no, but my brain was like, yes. And so I kind of allowed myself to chill out a little bit yesterday, but it took my self-discipline to get me off my ass to get moving because I was just coming up with excuses or I wanted to rest. And I, I honestly think I still need to rest. But this is a huge thing for me to get my podcast episode done and get something out to you guys. Like this is something I've told you I want to stay consistent with. But so this was one thing. So I put this off last night because I needed to start doing other stuff. I was looking up like um, I was applying to like certain certain things and just like doing stuff for work, like this kind of work and like watching videos to educate myself on stuff. So. I was putting off the podcast and all of that and I wasn't sure what to do and my brain was kind of all over the place and it was really hard for me to find motivation essentially. So my self-discipline had to show up to get me to those moments. So I just wanted to make that clear that in these moments of feeling like this and feeling unmotivated, not knowing what to do with your time and not feeling like doing some of the things that you know you need to do. To find ways to, one, romanticize them, and two, remind yourself your self-discipline. And your self-discipline is basically like, okay, you might want to relax right now and do nothing, but like we've got goals and we've got things to do, and you are the only one that's going to get them done, so you got to get off your freaking caboose, and you need to get moving. So if you can apply this to your life in any way, just to remember that whenever you're feeling that way, it really is on you to put your foot down after a certain amount of time and be like, all right, you've chilled, you've relaxed, you aren't doing anything to better your day right now. And you got to get moving and do the things that you need to do because the longer that you're putting them off, you're just causing more anxiety to yourself and putting yourself in a crappy situation because anytime I'm putting off stuff that I know I need to do or like goals that I have, that means my self-discipline is not currently hanging out with me and I'm not showing up to love myself in the way that I need to be loved because by me, not doing the things that I know I need to be doing and the things I'm telling myself that I'm going to do. It's like the ultimate um, lack of respect for my own self. So I hope that that makes sense. But that's something that I've been noticing and I've really been trying to reel in and hone in on my self-discipline because it can be really, really hard and easy to get off track when you live alone, when you are not sure what to do next, like with your time. Like I feel so like helpless sometimes when I'm trying to figure out what to do next because it can be so overwhelming whenever you're trying to figure out how to switch careers and you're trying to figure out where to go next in certain aspects and like what to do and no one's no one's teaching me this like it's literally it's on me to figure all this stuff out so I'll do episodes on like changing careers and stuff at some point but currently I'm just like learning 
and going through it a little bit when it comes to all that. But you got to have the self-discipline because if you don't have self-discipline, you're, you're really not going to get where you want to go anytime soon because you, that means your body is just going to be like, eh. like you're going to be falling off track from where you want to go if your mind is kind of allow, if you're allowing your mind and excuses and all this stuff, like I've said in the past, you're negotiating with yourself. We're not negotiating with ourselves like to a degree. Yes. And it's been hard for me coming back from this trip to be able to be like, okay, like, am I being too hard on myself or am I being too soft on myself? You know? So I'm trying to find the balance between allowing myself to take breaks and knowing when I need to rest because like, I, I genuinely need to like charge my creative juices because pushing yourself to do certain things when you don't feel like doing them, especially in the creative worlds, oftentimes doesn't work out for you in a positive way. So really just being mindful of that, that's something that I've been trying to figure out. So if you need a break, take it um, for sure. If you feel like you're trying really hard to do something like a task and you're trying to force yourself to get something done, but it's just not working out, honestly, put it down, go do something else, watch a movie, maybe go get groceries, do another task that you need to get done and then like circle back to it and see how you're feeling later. If you're pushing yourself to do something in your body and your mind is not on the same page to get that thing done right now, it's not a good time to do it. But just knowing that you do have that self-discipline to pick yourself up and dust your shoulders off and know like when you have to put your big girl pants on, your big boy pants on, whatever, and be like, all right, listen, you've been, you've been kind of being weak. You've been, you've been being, you've been being a little too soft. If I allow you to keep hanging out, we're going to have some problems. So knowing the balance between that, definitely take a break, but definitely don't overdo it. You know what I mean? I hope that this makes sense. Know when to get up. Because with me, I was like, oh my God, I can't even enjoy. Like I wanted to watch a movie yesterday, right? I, this is so bad. This is my ADHD. I wanted to watch a movie. So I turned the movie on. <laughs> and if you want to know what it was, it was Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, okay? Don't ask. It's a good movie. But so I put that on and I started watching it. And then I was like, what the hell are you doing? Like, why are you watching this? Like, this is genuinely what will happen to me. I'm like, you have so many things that you should be doing. Why are you watching Snow White? How old are we? Like, this is what I'll do to myself. And honestly, I love animated films and I love watching movies like that. But I couldn't enjoy watching it because... Like there's, there's a time to rest. Like when I'm really working on letting myself rest as well, because I'll sit down sometimes and be like, all right, this is what we're going to do. And then I won't even allow myself to enjoy the movie. And I'll, I won't be I, like, I genuinely want to get the stuff done that I need to get done. So I'll be trying to be like, all right, let's get this done instead. But when I go to do that, it's just a battle. If I hope that you guys can understand and relate to where I'm coming from with this, but it is truly a battle to allow myself to relax with ADHD because my brain's all over the place. And sometimes I'm like, mm. so I'm working on that, watching movies. Um, and also knowing like when I like listening to myself and what I actually want to do, because I couldn't enjoy watching that movie. So I think I watched maybe like 10 minutes of it and then shut it off and then started doing stuff I needed to do that I felt like doing like it was it wasn't this sometimes like for instance I wasn't feeling up to recording the podcast yesterday so what I did instead was um do something else I needed to do which was watch videos on basically getting out of like doing the other career I want to do so learning things in that way applying to certain like work pages that I needed to be a part of so I hope that that makes sense. Sorry to ramble. I hope that you guys are enjoying this, but um, 
yeah, basically that's kind of where I've been with everything and trying to balance my self-discipline, trying to really just allow myself to romanticize my life again because it can be easy to sometimes get off of that. And whenever I'm not allowing myself to romanticize everything, it's really easy to kind of get in low moods and feel like depression kind of comes in and makes things seem like there's a rain cloud above your head all the time. So just really doing what you can to promote a positive mood, do things that make you feel good and just genuinely working on yourself and making sure that you're listening to what your body needs, but also um, knowing when it's time to put the work in to get yourself where you need to go to. So next time you're a little upset maybe about like not eating out or making food by yourself and you're just eating alone, just try to romanticize that moment and think, wow, this is time that I have to myself. I'm going to choose to not eat out because that is my self-discipline coming in to save money, which I told you guys is a goal of mine. So, and I'm going to make myself, I'm going to take the time to make myself a nice meal for me to just hang out and chill and do what I want to do. So whether that's making cauliflower gnocchi with like a red sauce and some chicken sausage and some cheese on top with a glass of Olipop or kombucha or something, to me, that's a vibe. And like putting on The Bachelor, that is actually how I spent my night last night. So just making sure that you're finding little ways to romanticize the things that you maybe start to view before you give yourself a chance to think about it is like, I am, I'm alone. Like, no, romanticize your alone time. Romanticize any time that you have to do anything that you have to do, because there's going to come a time in your life when you might not have that alone time anymore. You might not have any of the stuff that's currently in your life. Your life might look completely different in five years. So really just making yourself fully enjoy and be present in the moment to enjoy what you're going through right now. Because even if it's a shitty time for you, you're going to look back at some point and think that there's things that are in your life right this at this exact moment that are not going to be in your life then. And I know that that can be a little somber and a little sad to think about, but all for the, all for good things. People move away. You might be in a different city. You might be married. You might not have alone time anymore. You might be far away from your best friends. Like right now, Abby's getting ready to move and that hasn't quite hit me yet. You know what I mean? But so romanticizing all the time that you have with your people and just romanticizing everything. Okay. I hope that this helps. I hope that this makes sense. I hope you guys love this episode. Just know if you're ever going through any moments where it's hard for you to romanticize your life, just imagine me saying to you like, Hey, what are we doing? Okay. We're romanticizing our lives. Okay. That's all we're doing from here on out. Go and get yourself that iced coffee with lavender by yourself and chill in your car and, and sing your favorite song. Go dance, get up, do something cool. Go try a new workout class. Okay. I promise everything's going to be okay. I promise you're going to figure it out. Things aren't as deep as they seem to be whatever isn't working out for you right now is just going to cause something else better to work out for you. I promise. That is all for today's podcast episode. I hope that you guys liked it. Please let me know what you think. If you prefer me doing outlines, I will do it. If you prefer me doing ones off the grid like this, I can do it. Off the grid ones tend to take less time for me overall because obviously I'm just kind of talking off the top of my head, but I'm here to give you whatever you want to hear. But so a little life update, I did go to Florida. So I went to Orlando. I was there last, when did I get there? Last Thursday, wait, I don't even know. Last Saturday to Thursday, um, got back the 26th and had so much fun. It was really nice just to be around Abby and her fam and just spend some time with them, especially before she moves. And especially because I don't get to see like her whole family or certain people, like I don't get to see her family as much as I used to. So always love getting to spend time with them. 
literally the best freaking house that we were staying in. It was gorgeous. It was right on a golf course. And we went to Hollywood Studios today, which was so cool. So freaking cool. I'm so excited. I got to have literally the best time ever. The two things that I've wanted to do more than anything were both done this trip. So I did tell you guys, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to go to Universal. Universal happened, baby. Okay. It was so freaking cool. I haven't got to go to Universal since 2015. So like it was, it's been years since I was there and it was so fun. I literally would go to Universal probably once a month if I lived in Orlando, but highlights from the trip. The Velocicoaster from Universal is seriously the coolest thing in the world. If you ever go, you have to ride it. Okay, I don't make the rules. I did that first thing when I got there and rode it twice immediately. It is the coolest roller coaster ever. It takes you up. It shoots you at like 70 miles per hour right when you take off. And you like immediately go up in like a ripple. And then I don't even know what else. But basically anything that a roller coaster can do, that one can do. And I'm a huge roller coaster fanatic. And I absolutely love that roller coaster. So definitely try that out if you go. If you ever do go to Universal, definitely do the two park pass. So you can like jump parks. Um, if you guys ever want me to do an episode, I know it might be silly, but if you ever want me to do an episode on like Disney or Universal or anything, I would totally tell you the rides to ride, the things to do. Um, Universal, I've been there twice and Disney World, I've been there like five times, maybe, um, four or five times, but this time going to Hollywood Studios, it was my first time going there. It was the only Disney park that I have not been to yet. I've been to Animal Kingdom, Magic Kingdom, Epcot, but Hollywood Studios. Okay. Here's what we're going to talk about. My best friend, Abby, is obsessed with Disney World, okay? Her and her whole family go to Disney at least, like, twice a year. At least once a year. But I would say it's kind of, like, twice a year. And they've been doing that since, literally, Abby was a baby. So I think Abby's been to Disney, like, probably, like, 30 sometimes. Um, so just so you guys understand why I am so knowledgeable on this. And also, you know what I mean, the, the significance. But... Hollywood Studios is awesome. Tower of Terror, Hollywood, or the Rock and Roller Coaster was so freaking cool. Like, I, I genuinely am such a kid. I loved Hollywood Studios. There was something else that was cool there. The new Star Wars world is so freaking sick. So cool. I love, I love going to Disney because it's just that experience that you get. If you go to Animal Kingdom, you have Pandora from Avatar, which was so cool when I went there. That, honestly, I think is cooler than the Star Wars world a little bit. But Star Wars was so sick. It was so cool. I rode all those new rides, went to Toy Story Land. It's an experience. You got to do it. You got to go to all the parks at least once. It's just super fun. If that's your thing, I don't know if that's your thing. But either way, I feel like you'd have to like Disney if you want. I just feel like it would be really hard for you to not like Disney World. Also, another thing from Universal Studios, I went with um, Abby's aunt. It was just me and her. And Abby had to work that day and then the rest of them had to like watch the kids and stuff. So I was like, Aunt Patty. And we were talking about it because she had to take me to urgent care. This is another thing. I had to go to urgent care the first day of this damn trip because I got a pedicure the day before I went and my toe got infected. So gross. But from the place that I go, that's what happened. So I had to go to freaking urgent care first thing. And while she was taking me there, she's like, all right, we were talking about Universal. And I was like, yeah, I wanted to see if you'd go, but I didn't want to like, she was like, Michaela, let's go. So we went and it was such a vibe, just me and her freaking aunt. I love her aunt Patty. She's genuinely the best. But so we did that and had so much fun. And then we also went to the Incredible Hulk, which was so cool. And it was just so fun just to hang, have some family time. So that was how my trip went. If you guys want to hear anything else, let me know. But I am on an antibiotic currently for my toe situation. And I did end up going back to my nail salon, like once I got back 
because I explained this a little bit on TikTok. So if you're coming from there, you know what I'm talking about. But um, I went back and I did get my nails fixed because they also messed up from me getting a shower like two days later. I'm like, what is going on? Like, I'm really pissed off. So I don't know if I'll even go back to that place. Not that any of you care, but that is just my life update right now. So basically this week I only work two days and so I have a lot of time to get my shit together and figure my life out. So that's what we're going to be doing because I work four days next week and I think the week after that. So hopefully that stays the same because I'm wanting to make money currently and get my shit together. But I love you guys. Mental health tip of the week, I would say. All right, this one, I don't know if any of you are going to like this, but download the Superhuman app. It is an app for meditating and try one of them. I love this app so much. You don't have to sit down to meditate. Um, and meditating, I don't know what you guys are going to think about it, but like, it's not what you would think. Like it genuinely just helps to get you in a good headspace, and it's really good for you to focus and get your mind centered. So they have ones that you can do on this app specifically. If you are like driving, walking, getting ready, like you don't have to be fully sitting standstill to do this. They have sleep meditations, cleaning meditations, cooking meditations, travel meditations, running meditations, errand meditations, pep talks, like just do one of them. There's even a stretching one. So do a meditation on there and try the free trial on Superhuman on that app. I think that you guys might love it because out of all the ones I've tried, that is the one that I like genuinely love so much and I want to stick with. So check it out and see what you think and maybe try to stick with it for the week and see if you can make that a habit this week to do at least once. You don't have to do it for a long time. It can be literally three minutes. Try to do it at some point during your day and just see if you notice if it has a positive effect on you at all. It's not anything, it's not anything wild. It's basically just putting a good headspace into your, into your brain and helping you to focus and center your thoughts for the day. But I love you guys so much. And please don't forget to rate the podcast five stars. And you can always write me a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I'm trying to figure out how to read them because I know a few of you told me that you did do that. But I can't see it from Spotify for some reason through the app. But I love you so freaking much. Thank you so much for listening as always. And I will see you guys next Monday.